Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever and wherever you are. On this week's episode of Greetings From, we discuss Game of the Year. That's right, it is halfway through the year and we decided it's never too late to start your Game of the Year list. We discuss all the games that we've played and rank them in accordance to their category. Join us as we discuss our mid-year 2019 Game of the Year. Enjoy! Travelers, it is July 21st, 2019, and this is episode 18 of the Greetings From podcast. My name is Rebecca Fay, and I am joined as always by my two very good friends. First, what's up? I'm Jared. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. How about you, Olivia Quinn? I know how to read, Jared. I can help you. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> illiterate. It's a reflection of the state of our country. The education system in this country is just not good. It's just not good at all made it all the way to 19 and i never fucking learned how to read i mean it's we have uh, we have the internet now you don't need to read but how will i read the internet don't question me Just, okay you know when i when i reset my computer it started with voice narration on and so i had just had i had this very loud voice being like we're fixing it like over and over and over and over again it was really it was really weird and upsetting and i couldn't turn it off for like two hours oh so <laughs> there's a lot of problems that lot. thing reads a lot <laughs> and it kept reading them like it kept reading them like you know how windows will be like don't worry we're working on yeah. it like he just kept going like don't worry we're working on it don't worry we're working on it was it soothing or was <laughs> it annoying it was upsetting whatever microsoft's default male voice is is just the bad place <laughs> guaranteed bad place um, <laughs> I'm also joined by my other very good friend. Come on down to Del Taco. They got fresh avocado. Do you want some, Tyler Smith? Uh, no, only the what's it called? Uh, the vegan option. Beyond meat, please. <laughs> no fresh avocado here. No fresh avocado. Got my free non taco, and then he like falls. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I had a really hard time picking what vines I wanted to use. The one that I had that was the honorable mention was sure you may be verified on Twitter, but are you verified in the eyes of God? <laughs> <laughs> Which to me is also a very good one. Yeah. All right, so uh, it is the middle of 2019. Uh, in most places, it is hot as hellfire. Or it's muggy, or it's underwater, or it's getting rained on. So pretty much it just sucks across the board. And so, you know, we, we've come a long way this year. We've put out a lot of episodes this year. we played a lot of games this year. Um, and we, the Greetings from Podcast, Conglomerate Association, TM, Do Not Steal, uh, we created a thing last year for our Game of the Year Awards called the Posties, where we hand out posties not related to Post Malone's. To the games that we loved, stealing all of the format, but none of the flavor from the Doritos Popes Game Awards. So, uh, you know, we've we, it, it, if you can believe it, this year's half over. Um, sometimes it seems like it's going really fast and sometimes it seems like it's going really slow. But it seemed like a good time to sit down and think about where we're at on the road to the posties. You guys up for some mid-year goaties? Let's totally. do it. It's like March, right? We haven't burned this entire year. It's still. I believe it is January 15th. <laughs> it feels like that. I swear to fucking God. How, where did this year yeah. go? It's disgusting. I do feel like June went really fast. Mm -hmm. And so now it's already the middle of July. And I'm kind of like, wait a minute. 
Did yeah. I just like fall asleep? I can't believe it. Weeks. I thought it was Fourth of July just happened. We yeah, like we just celebrated the birthday of America, and now it's that was two days ago. <laughs> and it's literally now almost summer solstice, and half the year is done. I know. It feels really weird. It actually feels kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where, 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 where would you say you guys are at in terms of goatees? Have you gotten to play a lot of games from 2019, or are you still, like, working, working? Th- no, that's a hard no, Olivia. I was looking. That's a hard no across the board. <laughs> I, we do this in video now, so I can shake my head aggressively, and um, that's about it. Um, I was looking at that... Like, the list of the games that came out this year, and I was like, not that many games came out this year. And then, like, seeing a spreadsheet of all of the games is really overwhelming, because you're like, fuck, I didn't play, like, 90% of these. So, and, you know, I told myself this wasn't going to happen. I was going to keep up with new releases, but now I have five months to play 12 months of games. So, I'm just feeling stressed. You got it. (laughs) You got it. I was was really surprised, because I went through the E3... I, I was trying to think of games that were coming out, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, a ton of stuff was, was announced at E3 that was still coming out this year, and, like, the sheer amount of stuff that's just, like, 2019, 2019, 2019, no date, I would think we're running short on time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to see how the rest of the year actually shakes out in terms of what, what comes out and what doesn't. As long as Untitled Goose Game makes it out this year. I've been waiting too long for Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. I feel yes. that. I think I, for some reason, I I I was convinced that it was coming out in December, and then that wasn't true. And so I'm just hoping that that's like a prophecy that has been foretold to me for the future, <laughs> and that it's going to come out in December. It I just imagine dream. you waking up in like a cold sweat and being like, "Oh, it's December! The Goose Game is goose coming!" Game! <laughs> <laughs> just screaming out to know. Going to Microsoft Bob from your computer, talking to your best friend, Microsoft Bob. <laughs> As of right now, it is to be announced. So it's in that list. Could happen. Could just drop. That's what I'm hoping for for Kentucky Route Zero Act 5 that I've been waiting for for about six years. Oh, damn. Well, because they're getting the TV edition, so Annapurna has been working with them to port it. And so all of those are going to get released at the same time. So like the TV edition is going to come out with the launch of Act 5. So Got it. They're selling merchandise, so I assume it's a go. I'm in the Discord, and they're doing, like, <laughs> translation stuff, so that seems like a good sign. Right. One day. One day. One day. Maybe. It's been a <laughs> long time. Um. All right, so for our posties, last year, as I said before, we stole the categories from the Game Awards, but we cut out all of the stupid ones because there's, like, 900 <clears throat> just for esports, and who gives a shit about esports, really? And so we have we have distilled it to its purest, most beautiful form of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories and one set of honorable mentions. Um, that includes best ongoing game, so like live stuff or whatever, uh, best narrative, best art direction, best score, best performance, best indie, best re-release, and then like best old shit we keep playing and can't put down. Um, and then honorable mentions for us is a good time to talk about games that we haven't played, that we heard are good, that maybe we'll end up on our goatee. I don't know. Um, this is a good, like, I like thinking of this podcast as like a time capsule. So we should listen to this when we record the actual posties episode and see if our, if our thoughts have changed and if we've played any of the games that we said we would play, because I remember listening to that old one from 2017 
and I and I I just remember Tyler, you being like, it's gonna be two years before I play the game, and then it was fucking two years almost exactly. <laughs> it was like to the day. Before <laughs> you <did it. laughs> yes, you were so right on the money. Yes, it, <laughs> it was. was so good. All right. Yeah. Shall we start our first category? Bust okay. out the hat. Let's all right. So all of them are, the are in an upside down hat, diva hat. hat. Which I've put all of the yellow post-it notes into. Here's some, like, ASMR for you. I like the color on that hat. It's like a nice, like, sky blue. Oh! This is, this is my, I don't want to do my anyway, hair hat. Sorry, not to. Because I, I have a hat, but it's orange. <laughs> but orange, my hair is pink. And so orange is a very, very bad color. And that color. would clash. Did I tell you I had somebody at my yes. office? I was wearing a red shirt. And he was like, you can't do that. Like, he just came out of his cube to be like, you can't do that. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, red and pink? That doesn't go together. Okay. Can't do that. Can't, can't do that. I'm watching too much <laughs> yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. All right. Um, Whoops. I'll just, I'll use the lap category. How about that one? Um. All right. So we'll we'll start off kicking it back to the old days. How about best old game? Tyler, do you want to start us off with best old game? Yes, I will. Um, I, this one was a little heated because I've been playing a lot of old games apparently this year. Um, but I feel like starting our Bloodborne stream and playing alongside Olivia, even if I'm not actually like in the stream itself, uh, has been delightful. I really, really enjoy Bloodborne and I love playing or watching Olivia experience Bloodborne. I love Rebecca's commentary on Bloodborne. I I love that game. And so like that is a is my best old game, you know, 4 years later still still a hit. Still still Yeah, goatee. that game is fucking <laughs> rock solid. It has really been a joy to watch Olivia play through it because like I mean, I don't know if we ever forgot how good that game is, but it doesn't it doesn't cease reminding you how good it is, so brutal and cruel. Yeah. It's like the game could have come out this year and it would be totally. like, yeah, this is, it holds up. I really appreciate how fucked up that game is. Like, yeah. fucked up in a good way. Like, it doesn't hold your hand. It yeah. really fucks you. <laughs> Five across the ass. Uh, <laughs> yes. So that, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, I watched, I think it went up today, at the day that we're recording this, not the day that this is coming out, but I watched the quick look for... The Sinking City, and it was a very good reminder about how well uh-huh. that Bloodborne does cosmic horror. I just was like, I was just kind of like, mm, I forgot how good that yeah. it did that. It, yeah. it really eases you in. God, you remember that time that you find the fucking, in, you don't have insight or whatever, and then they're just there. They're everywhere. The, the funny thing demons, is, I thought you knew everywhere. that. <laughs> I thought you knew that. <laughs> I, I must have like blocked it out and forgotten, or maybe I just didn't expect them to be that big. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, yeah. like, very big. Bigger than I expected. I thought that, Olivia, you had been caught by one of them at one point, but maybe that was just Some me. shit popped off, and I dodged it. I oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, because we you're to too good. You're, you're Bloodborne Gamer Extraordinaire, and us plebs totally get caught every time in that event, and we did not escape the mercy or wrath of the gods among us anyway (laughs) we need to get better so yeah bloodborne has been my was this by my old game best old game of 2019 uh olivia i would like to hear yours 
So you guys like you guys like some perennial games, maybe some like Legend of Zelda games yes. per chance. Um, is this what I think it is? So I had some, well, I had some friends who watch a lot of Ocarina of Time streams, and we talked a lot about Ocarina of Time. And I re- I never played Ocarina, of, well, I played a little bit of Ocarina of Time, but I always kind of fell off like at Jabu Jabu because I was like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to carry this girl around, whatever. Um, having that in a mobile platform, like with the 3DS, even though the 3DS is old and dead now or whatever, has been an amazing experience. And I finally finished that game and I 100%ed it. It's fucking so good, y'all. Who knew that Zelda was good? Who knew that Ocarina of Time was actually still amazing and fucked up and great? <laughs> um, that game has an aesthetic and a look to it that I just didn't expect to hold up very well. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of games that I played, like not having it and not having that frame of reference as a kid. And then playing, you know, like a lot of PlayStation games or like PS2 games and realizing like, oh, they were just totally ripping off Zelda. Like 90% of the games that I really enjoyed were just kind of aping shit directly from Zelda, including the style of gameplay and like the look of the game. So I feel like actually going through and completing one of those games, well, going through and completing this like really important and perennial game was like a very cool experience, especially with all of these like things kind of coming into place and realizing like, oh, yeah, everyone's played this game. It's really good that I did it. I have not played that game, but the way that you talk about it makes me want to play that game. Yeah, me either, but I definitely, it's on my list. One day. I would definitely recommend getting the 3DS version. You know, I hear it, there are issues, and I only have that as my frame of reference, but some of the control things of, like, not having to use the 64 controller, for example, <laughs> uh, make that game uh, a lot better. And they also add, like, new shit, and it looks really nice with the updated graphics and all that jazz, so that would be my preferred way. Or get get some weird... uh get some weird rom hacks or whatever that would probably be the same thing get some high-res 4k textures <laughs> recompile it make it amazing um rebecca what's your old game um so my old game is taking it i don't know if it's as far back as ocarina of time what year did ocarina of time come out do you know offhand like 96 or something so it's, I don't know it's not a, it's definitely not as far back as that but it it feels pretty far back um me a, a whole ass adult got really into viva pinata <laughs> <laughs> oh i love viva pinata now you can really the thing that i struggle with obviously is that it's for children not for adults and so the, just the sheer volume of tutorial screens and menus and narration and there's just a lot of hurdles that keep coming hours and hours after you start that game but oh it's just so cute it's so worth it it deals with some concepts that i'm not sure i would want to introduce to my kids such as feeding pinatas to each other and that weird little like sex thing you have to do where they like don't know where the other one is and then they gotta find each other (laughs) that's kind of weird um but yeah, that was like the game I was really psyched to play the most once I figured out that I got Game Pass for free with my with my Xbox. And because I just never, somehow I never played it. I had an uh, Xbox 360 that generation and I just completely did a big ol' U-turn right around Viva Pinata. Um, but it's, I feel like it's held up. It's It feels... I, I played her recently. Yeah? It's good. It's still good. It's still good. It definitely feels like playing a Jumpstart game from like the late 90s. There's just... Yes. something really crunchy like, about that those tutorials are like they kill the momentum in that game yeah. so aggressively it's like oh here's here's two hours of tutorials enjoy it and you know what we're overdue for a new viva pinata game give me a new one god damn it yeah I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried to resurrect that ip considering it would give them a niche in the like 
Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, blah, 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 market. You know what I mean? Because they came out with totally Trouble in Paradise. Is that what it's called? The island one? Mm-hmm. But then it's been it's been dead ever since. So Microsoft, stop who's, buying studios. Start making Viva Pinata. Who's your favorite pinata? <laughs> That's a good question. I like I don't, rabbit's pretty cute. I don't know what I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called the donut, but it's like a deer. <gasps> yeah, that one's good. Yeah, the deer one. The good. They're so fucking cute and they look so good. <laughs> they got good tech on them. They look I like know. real papery things. Ah, yeah, game. that game has really held up. Surprisingly, that game has really, really held up. All right, taking it back to two thousand and one. All right, next category is. Best performance. Olivia, do you want to get us started on this one? Okay. This this was like a really challenging one for me. Um, and I had to put a lot of thought into this. And this isn't a 2019 release, but it's the game that I spent the most time with that had some like good acting in it. And it made me love what is generally a mediocre game. Um, and that's Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because <laughs> god damn it, she's, she's like my so dumb... Good. She's my dumb idiot girlfriend who just fucking does dumb <laughs> shit and wants to bone all the time. And, like, she's not a good person. But she delivers all of her lines with such, like, vigor and love that I'm like, man, you're, my, you're the best girl. You're my best girlfriend and I love you so much. There is a very distinct difference in the quality between Cassandra acting and Alexios acting. I feel like, not to sheed Alexios, but it's, like, to the point where he does not matter. He doesn't even need to be there, really. He's kind of super unimportant. It's really just the Cassandra show, in my opinion. Well, like, even, even like, a, you know, spoilers for, like, the first, like, five hours of this game. But even when you go, like, meet her father or whatever and do the quest where, like, you were like, do you want to kill him or not? I'm like, I didn't, I expected it to be kind of, like, super lame. And I'm like, you actually, like, you're going for it. And it's, you're like, it's not, it's dramatic as fuck. And it's not great acting, but I'm like, you're really fucking pushing it. And you're making this, like, you know, kind of schlocky script actually resonate with me in a way I didn't expect it to. Yeah. So I'm glad that she got to be in that game. I'm glad that Assassin's Creed is a weird game that doesn't really work all the time. And but Cassandra sells it. Hardcore. Um, Rebecca, what is your best performance? So I was in a similar boat. I really struggled to figure out what to do here because I feel like... Like, for the Game Awards last year, there was, like, God of War and Red Dead Redemption and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, I think Cassandra's voice actress was nominated, like, and Detroit Become Human. Like, there was just, like, a ton of really character-driven stuff. And I feel like this year we maybe haven't had as much of that, which isn't a big deal. So I I had to dig deep on this one. So I'm sorry if I'm cheating because I'm not naming a person and I'm naming a cast. But I believe that the Japanese cast for Sekiro is like wow oh that game is beautiful oh the voices the narration it's just every second of it was just beautiful like it made me so glad that i picked the japanese voice acting for it because it just it feels good you know what i mean like it just felt good i don't know i i know that they like i know that in japan like voice acting is a very prominent acting job like People make a lot of money doing that. People get famous doing that. And we don't always have that here in the U.S. There's some people, obviously, but it's not at the same level. And so I feel like you can really tell sometimes in the quality between between Japanese voiceovers and America. Not to be like, subs, not dubs, or whatever. But you can sometimes really tell that the quality is just really, 
really there. And so I think for Sekiro, I wish I could remember the character's name, but the guy that rides at you on the on the horse when you go into the battlefield, like, and he screams at you when you ride out, like, I don't remember. Um, I, I can only think of Genichiro, damn. but that's wrong. Horse, horse man. guy. It's not horse Gen- dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not Genichiro. <laughs> I don't I know. I can't name remember either. it. It doesn't matter, it. but like that in particular, that moment was just very good and pivotal, and and so I I really had to hand it to the Japanese cast. It's Giobu. Oh yeah, when he comes out and he was like, "Oh, shiwa Kinobu Kuriwa," and it's ah, oh, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler, who would you like to award best performance to this mid-year goatee? Yeah. Um. So kind of like you said, there's not a lot of character-driven performances this year that I've encountered, at least. So my best performance, since I did play it earlier this year, goes to Hellblade Setsuna. Good. So that was, I actually think it won a Goatee 2017 for best performance. So it would make sense that it would win it again in 2019 as I am playing it. Uh, but like, yeah, the acting is like phenomenal, like just years ahead of everything and anything else that, that I've played. Um, and it's just been really fun to, I haven't beaten it quite yet. I'm getting there, but from what I've experienced so far, it's been amazing. So like good on, um, Oh man, who are the devs of the game? Ninja Theory. Uh, Ninja Theory. Thank you. I was gonna say like Night Theory, but that wasn't right. Um, <laughs> You're close. <laughs> so yeah, it cl- I was very close. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Hellblade is is a really good, good goatee performance. I actually been so. thinking about playing it again. Like I played it when it came out, and I thought it was great. And then I'm I, I've started having the pangs of like I remember how good that was. Maybe I should just play it again. But I always feel like that's a really dangerous slope to go down when it's like buys new games. And I'm like, woo! Look at that one from three years mm-hmm. ago. I played already. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, exactly. It's hard to make those choices. All right, back into the hat, ladies and germs. Category is best score or soundtrack. Tyler, do you want to get us started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's interesting that you pick best performance to be Sekiro because best score for this year is Sekiro yeah, for that me. That one's good. That score is, yeah, it really is. Like the the, yeah, everything about that game, like you said, the voice acting, uh, the the sound design and then just in general the score the actual music in the game is really good considering the battle music that you hear every time you enter into combat doesn't like wear you down and it's like never old is says something about that game because it <laughs> that that score anytime the combat music is is great it, it just never gets old and every time you get get into a new battle or whatever, it's like, oh shit, here we go, and yeah. So I've, I've been enjoying that. Soul's music <laughs> to me has always been just like creme de la creme of the music. It is just beautiful. Sekiro is no yeah, no exception. From soft, definitely yeah, spares no expense when it comes to sound or and their their score. So music is very important to their games. 
so I'm happy about. Um, what about you, Rebecca? What's your score? Um, so my best score is a 2019 game. So far, I'm two for two 2019 games. I think I did all 2019. No, I didn't. Haha, <laughs> never mind. Um, but my my pick for best score is Ape Out from... Was that going to be oh, yours too, Olivia? That was mine. Yeah, you stole mine. I'm sorry! <laughs> but how good is that fucking score? Okay. Procedural jazz as you're playing? All percussion? It's so fucking good. Oh my so god. Good. That game really, really blew it out of the pants. That's the wrong phrase, but can, can... <laughs> go ahead. Considering the elements at play in that game, like how you know minimalist everything tries to be, um, I think the the sound design and the actual like <laughs> the jazz that just gets fucking wild when you're killing everything yes. is it's such a, it's it really sells that whole package in a way that I don't think it would have if it had been like oh we got this techno beat. Yeah, no, it's true. It, it and there's no other game really like it i mean there are other games obviously that do procedural music but i just there was something that just really fucking amps you up every time you sit down to play it and it just i don't know it was really it was really cool there was those drums roll did you those drums are so good did you see at e3 where they had the guy play while somebody like he played the drums live while somebody was actually playing through ape out it was oh my god okay but the the concept of it was what sold it for me I'll have to find it for you. I love that. that yeah, was, I'll watch that video. That it, sounds good. It was like on in the middle of the night at one point. So that's, I watched a lot of weird shit because I took that week off work. Um, you know, it's it's actually really good that you chose Ape Out because I had a, another selection. That's my true heart of heart selection for best score. Okay. And that's Celeste because that's yeah. a 2018 game. But mm-hmm. I didn't play Celeste mm-hmm. until like January of this year. So it was like literally right after we had our conversation about Goaty last year. And I felt like such a fool for missing it because that game is fucking awesome. And the soundtrack is so good. And like, I don't know, I've, I've realized that I've been listening to a lot like just at work or like walking around or whatever when I need like a place to chill and like find my center. Celeste has been the game that I go back to. Like the, the soundtrack to that game is the game I go back to. And like the... Uh, the leap motifs or whatever where they're kind of referencing other um you know soundtracks and uh, other sound- other songs in the game it's really really fun mm-hmm. and awesome mm-hmm. have you guys yeah. played celeste tyler did you play celeste yes i was gonna jump in and say yes the celeste soundtrack is amazing um i i do i have listened to it like regularly i kind of stopped here momentarily and then SGDQ came around, and when they were speedrunning Celeste, I was like, oh, yes, the game, the sound, the sound is so good. And I'm so glad that these streamers on the couch were like, yeah, shout outs to um, the composer's name that I know Lena Rain. cannot shout out. Lena Rain. Yes. Um, <clears throat> she's She did a phenomenal job uh, with, the, with the sound design and the, the score of that game, so um rebecca did you play uh i did not i don't like platformers i'm sorry oh that's right the cardinal sin no we've had this i tend to (laughs) dislike them i i i did familiarize myself with the story because i knew that like i've watched people play it i know you know like I, i felt like it was something i couldn't avoid or i couldn't miss i guess maybe is the right word um but i just I just don't like platformers. I've just gotten to a point in my you life should, where I'm just okay. admitting I don't like platformers. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You should listen to the music. The music's very good. 
and there's no platforming yeah. involved. Well, I, I, and you may have already said this <laughs> once because Discord just kicked me out of that call, but um, the B-side remix tracks, I thought that was like a really Oh, cool yeah. Thing. They're so fucking good. Yes. I totally forgot about the B-sides. So. And then the C-sides. There's C-sides now? <laughs> yeah. They're, oh, yeah. yeah, and they're they're putting they're, a whole new pack in the near future as well, like a whole another level pack, and like that. Oh shit! You know we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about Celeste last year, so I'm just gonna get on my soapbox here and say y'all should, except for Rebecca because you hate platformers, should play Celeste again. I'm um, sorry if you get the opportunity because that game deserved more than it got from from me at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it deserved more than me rushing it at the end of the year so I could talk about it for. <laughs> Thank you for fighting for that game because that was I think that was what kind of pushed me <laughs> up the edge on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool. I. Oh, this is music. I'm really sorry. I don't like that weather. I'm really it's sorry. okay. It's fine. Just... It's just like me and shooters. I fucking shooters are not my forte. Um. All right, that's some that's some good music. Now I believe all of those soundtracks are on Spotify. No, I mean obviously Apex not on Spotify, but the Red Dead soundtracks on Spotify. That's really what this podcast was here to announce. I I think the Sekiro is on Spotify and so yep. is Celeste. We I should make a playlist and put it out. I think that'd be a fun thing okay. to do. I was starting I was starting <laughs> to think about like publishing play playlists on Twitter because I used to make them on Tumblr and I had a pretty good following on. Tumblr Hell yeah! Making playlists. So, anyway, call me if you need. Make me a mixtape. Do you want eight hundred cyberpunk playlists? Because I'm very deep in that right now. I'm really sorry. Give it to me. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Look forward to that soon on our Twitter. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. They're posted, so they're sticky. Okay. How about best indie game? This is a category that love mm-hmm. that we that appeals. Anyway, uh, Olivia, do you want to go ahead and get us started? <laughs> yes, I do. Actually, I'm very excited about this one. Um, this is another. This is a 2017 game Woot! that everybody talks about as being a game that they slept on, and then they played it, and they're like, "Oh fuck, why did I sleep on this game?" And that game is Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's so fucking good. If you haven't beat Hollow yes. Knight and played it through and got the secret ending or whatever, fucking do it right now. Drop what you're doing. Quit your job. Leave your family. Go play Hollow Knight. It's all over. This is your fucking focus now. This is the only thing you should care about. <laughs> Hollow Knight's so fucking good. And I'm sorry to everyone who told me to play it. I was like, I'm going to go to it eventually. The fucking combat's good. The platforming's good. The music's good. The art direction's good. Everything's good about it. Yeah. The story's fucking weird. It's a fucking Souls game, kinda. <laughs> it's a platformer, kinda. It's a Metroidvania, definitely. So, I don't know. <laughs> Hollow Knight's fucking amazing. I liked Did y'all play Hollow Knight? I, I played part of it, then I got stuck. Because I don't like platformers. Yeah. You have to restart Rebecca, because the same thing happened yeah. to me. And then, like, once I restarted, I was like... Yes. I think I I think I Sorry. made the the Dark Souls mistake, which I shouldn't have because Dark Souls has taught me better. But I think I got too greedy, and then I and then I ended up in an unwinnable situation. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. I was like, I'm gonna go fucking do this and go to the part of the map that like is really hard to to get to, but I'm gonna do it because I'm a nope, gamer nope. and hard pass. And Don't then I got that. stuck, and it was like, you yes. fool. I I do wish that so. game had better map and i understand i there is a reason as to why it is that way like i feel like the sense of exploration is part of the satisfaction of playing that game mm-hmm. right but the map system i think is very obtru- obtuse to new players and doesn't really like make them want to explore 
So I wish that was a little mm-hmm. easier. That's the only thing I wish I'd like, you know, everything else kind of has a purpose except for that one. I never, I was like, okay, that sucks for new players though. <laughs> we'll have to kind of figure this all out and find a place to sit down and they're yeah. fucked. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm looking forward to see what they change in Silk Song and if they address that issue or if it's going to be the same. I'm so. very excited for Silk Song. Uh, Tyler, what is your indie extremo game? Yeah. Um, well, I have not played too many indie games this year, so my best indie game of Goatee 2019 is going to be Darkest Dungeons. Hell fucking yeah! Darkest Dungeon Yeah! Yeah! God, it's so good. <laughs> and I think I've discussed this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's like every beginning of the year... I just fucking get back into it and like hell yeah, hell yeah. I haven't even I've have not gone to the darkest dungeon yet. I have not done it. I haven't gone insane. Uh but like every year at the beginning of the year I do it and then like I just fucking get back into it and like it consumes me and it's so good. Oh, it's so good. And there's a sequel coming out sometime next year, I think, and I can't wait for that. And Darkest Dungeon is also like 10 10 10 across the board with sound design or you know score uh just the art direction uh characters and kind of the story because kind of like dark souls and the lore it doesn't really tell you but you know so (laughs) you gotta Um, go 10 out of 10 tell me your feels rebecca rabble with me or rebel with me (laughs) in the glory that is dark so i had this guy who i was interested in we were doing this thing it didn't work out anyway that was the short version of the story anyway so we were like we were like (laughs) trying to get each other to play games that we liked and so his game for Mm -hmm. me was you have to play fucking darkest dungeon and i was like okay that seems fine (laughs) and oh boy (sighs) and you fell in love with darkest dungeon and not him i i and then i got i married (laughs) darkest dungeon so that's that's why that's why we're no longer that's why we're not together. It's the better yeah. choice. Yeah, I've gone insane and I've I've walked the that wall. dude lost the darkest dungeon. Yeah, he should he should have never shown it to me. I don't I don't I got blame. A glow up and that glow up is called darkest dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't uh, I agree with your choice. You. But yeah, that game is fucking stellar. Uh, I mean, everything about it is good. Mm-hmm. It's tough though. Like it's 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 brutal it and it definitely. I I honestly I'm going to I'm going to confess something to all the gamers out there but I can't play that game without a wiki up. <gasps> I can't I either. Can't. You kidding me? That game is fucking impossible. I don't even remember what half of people's yeah. things to do and it's like how do I spec them? What's the order? I don't care. Yeah. I'm pretty good with like getting my party together, but like for what I should bring to wear and like what curios do and I'm like pfft, Please, I just need to know the best possible outcome. And even if you know the best possible outcome, it's still like there's a percentage chance it won't work. So, you know, yeah. is it cheating? I Not don't really. think so. And like, <laughs> I had a game fail because for whatever reason, the random people that I kept getting, like in my like, you know how you could remember? Oh, yeah. I was just getting the, like the mosquito hermit, people. hermit, uh-huh. hermit, hermit, and yeah. then nothing else. And to the point where I was like, I had no, I had zero oh. team comp. I you was were... so fucked. <laughs> oh wait, so the you're saying that the cart that gives you new it just kept giving me the same character. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I a think bug. It was, I think it was a bug, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Yeah, I, but that's hilarious. I, though. I tried. I was like trying real hard. Um, 
Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, so tell me then, Olivia, what your best indie was. It is Hollow Knight, and you should play that fucking game. Rebecca, oh, what is God. your it's best indie? I did this last time. <laughs> it was fine. Rebecca. Um, so the struggle is real with this category um, because... This was, in my mind, when I was picking, this was the way that I could give Secret actual Goaty to. Since I, I know we made the decision we were not going to award an overall Goaty. Um, I made the decision that Best Indie, to me, was overall Goaty. So, sorry, I changed the rules on you at the last minute, but only for myself. Um, and so my pick is Outer Wilds, which I think is maybe one of the best games I've ever played in my whole life. I said it! There! Yes. Now what? Yeah. Um, it. I, it's so hard to yes. talk about this game, like in a way that like sells it to people, because but there's doesn't nothing ruin about everything. It that yeah, like... yeah. You really just have to say play Outer Wilds. And yeah, just that's play it. it. <laughs> I almost like I I had thought about propositioning to you guys to doing an Outer Wilds spoiler cast, but then I realized how on earth would we even like how do you even really talk about it? You know what I mean? Because our experiences would be different. I mean, we would, uh, we would get to the same end point, yeah. but. The, our navigational routes to there would be different. And yeah. We could still do it, but, like, it would be... I agree with you. It would be hard to, like, navigate. We can, and we can just talk about vague generalities right now. Like, y'all remember that sand planet? Yes. That sand planet's fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Sand that planet, was planet does oh, things. Yeah. Sure Did you guys is. make it to the sure sixth? Is. The secret location? Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, of the... No, I have not yet okay. because because I know about the moon and I have not yet You've launched myself into space. <gasps> well, I don't think so. That well, now she said too much. <gasps> <laughs> okay, dude. But yes, did you just just to talk about this game a little more? Do y'all remember shooting, <laughs> shooting yourself into the thing and then there's anglerfish everywhere yes. and yeah. you're just like, what have yeah. I done? I kept yep. following the red light. I went towards that light. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> Don't do it. That was the secret. Don't do that. But then I figured it out, and I was like, okay. Hell yeah. So. Um, but yes, I was gonna. I was going to say best indie was Outer Wilds, but I have Outer Wilds for something else. Mm. As do I. So I was like, I can't. I don't want to try and like you know Outer Wilds across the board. That's fair. So I I also struggled. It would be a majority. Of yeah, I struggled with what to categories. put it as, and so for me, putting it mm-hmm. as best indie was just saying it was the best of all of them. So yes, sorry um, I cheated. Uh, but yeah, that game is just <laughs> it's just good. I just feel like it's really rare now at the point where I'm at in my life to like play a game that I that instantly just becomes like one of the best games I've ever played. And I feel like Outer Wilds does that, which is just, which to me is like that, that's it. Like that sells it enough is for it to just zero to 60 best game. Did you guys have trouble getting into it originally? Like at the beginning? Yeah. I feel like there's a a ramp, like there's a level. For me, it was like, I needed to hit this point that I was like, I'm in, I'm sold. Did you have that experience, Rebecca? No, actually, I was talking to people and playing with the RC thing and I really like the quantum shit and the in the thing and then when the statue looks at you i was just like having a great time apparently <laughs> i was like exploring <laughs> sorry you can you can yeah. tell i come from i don't like, know walking sim bread and butter <laughs> since i was just like i'm gonna talk to everybody yeah, and look at that's everything true. that's true <laughs> yeah but i it does it does the beginning of that game betrays what the game actually is 
and like mm-hmm. the way that you have to interact with it and the way that you do stuff in that world so i could see i feel why. like you can really fuck it up you could really make a lot of mistakes yeah. and then because i feel like i did that a couple times my first couple things that happened where i was just like well we have another out of like category i'm sorry to, to keep dragging this yeah. out it's okay we do. well it's because we're gonna go on forever so that's why i'm excited to see well there's only best narrative and best art direction that would make sense for this category so Best ongoing game, Outer Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about best ongoing game then, Miss Olivia Quinn? Shit! Oh damn, Oracle, <laughs> Olivia I, in the house. Open my third eye. I saw into the future. Um, <laughs> so I've fall. I've become a, a creature of terrible habits, where I've got like five two. ongoing games. Sorry, it's it's. Yeah, I actually I haven't really played Destiny that much recently, but I started playing Fortnite. <gasps> like a fucking that's not my game, but I started playing <laughs> oh, Fortnite. Damn. Started playing Magic the Gathering oh, Arena. So they're playing like a lot of other. Still playing Pokemon Go. Still playing fuck. I just got Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, whatever installed on my fucking phone for fuck some yeah. reason because I'm an idiot. Fuck yeah. And but there's one game that I realized that I just keep coming back to, and that game is Hearthstone. There it is. Because I'm trash. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I actually started getting mm-hmm. like involved with the community in Hearthstone. That's a dangerous line to walk. So you got like Uh-oh. crazy people being like, "Yeah, spend like eighty bucks in this thing. That's a great idea." But that game is so <laughs> fucking good, y'all. Hearthstone is the potentially better than Magic the Gathering. And I've been playing a lot of Magic <gasps> the Gathering recently. Ooh, Olivia, I think I just need to get into it. It's hard. I it's think hard. I just need to get into it. I-, I think that there is a. Like, for anyone who's interested in Hearthstone, let me just set it up. It's a card game, similar to Magic the Gathering, but it's a little a little simpler, a little more random in the some, what the cards can do, because it's only digital, compared to Magic the Gathering, which has a physical component to it. Um, the thing that I, that I used to get into it was actually the single-player content, and the last single-player expansion they released, which is um, Rise of Shadows. Well, not Rise of Shadows, it was whatever the single player component of rise of shadows is you're, you're stealing shit from dollar. It's like dollar and city heist. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is a location in wow, as you know, Tyler. Um, and you're basically playing a random, you're, you're picking cards from a, from a pool of cards that are randomly given to you kind of like slay the spire. And you have like different modifiers that are happening depending on the location you're in. And it's really fucking fun. And they bring back all these old cards and make up new shit. And especially if you have like a, a fondness for wow, it's just a bunch of funny wow jokes all the time. <laughs> and it's just, mm-hmm. it's so fucking good. So y'all should give, y'all should play the single player content because most of that's free. And at least the first chapter of the Dollar and Heist. And then get into, get in the ladder with me. Let's get competitive. Let's start brewing some decks. Let's like actually look at meta tier lists like I'm doing and being like, all right, how, how much dust do I need to get all this? Oh, 30,000 dust? Let's get into Arena. Arena's a fucking drafting mode in this game. And you can, if you're good enough, you can make unlimited money and then buy more cards and then just create this terrible cycle where you're just buying more cards and doing research. And it's so fucking good, y'all. Any questions? I am nodding my head vigorously. <laughs> um, I, yeah, like I said, Olivia, I, I think I just should just fucking jump in and like just do it and let it consume me completely. Because I, as you know, I love World of Warcraft. And it's Hearthstone, and it's World of Warcraft, and like the Dalaran city heist reminds me of fucking the Dalaran instances that you would run back in uh, Wrath of the Lich King, where like there are like eight different bosses that could happen, and like it's just random on like which three bosses you'll have to fight in that one encounter. So like what you just described to me was like that encounter, but with cards, and I'm like yes, and it's just a really like well designed game, and dude, they're uh, they're popular. doing a promotion right now where you can get like. 
a lot of fucking free things by just jumping in there because yeah. it's like the black I don't, what's the first raid with ragnaros or whatever uh blackstone uh, the mountain i don't know it's fucking cool they're doing they're, uh, molten core molten core yeah molten core. and i feel like yeah I, you know and i'm a fucking i'm a sucker for this shit because they added they're like oh we're gonna give you you can do random card backs now or oh we can do these like all these like really basic quality of life features and i'm like mm, no no give me the give me the crumbs blizzard that i've been waiting for for years <laughs> these are all like basic things that should have been in the game from the, like five years ago but finally they're mine and i've got it and this game just keeps getting a little bit better so y'all should play it i talked enough about hearthstone uh rebecca what's your best ongoing game uh i want to get into hearthstone i don't know anything about wow but i do know something about card games so i feel like i could come in from the doesn't know wow but knows card games angle um so i wanted to as a joke say that my best ongoing game was overwatch because i don't know if you saw that the summer game started today and they gave torbjorn like a sexy beach skin which i didn't i didn't oh damn i had to I didn't see know this. i needed it but i guess i did um I was I was more interested in the sexy right Hanzo now. skin, so now I just now I just Ooh. need sexy Hanzo skin to go with sexy McCree skin. Anyway, uh, read about my fanfic later. Um, so my best ongoing game is not uh, like technically an online game. I'm cheating a little. My best ongoing game is fucking Minecraft, y'all. I keep saying that Minecraft has like never been better, and it absolutely has never been better. Um, it got a huge update in uh april i want to say of this past year um the village and pillage update which adds just so much that i think really turned that whole minecraft experience around like now there's villages everywhere villagers have become really important there's a wandering trader there's all kinds of new animals and there's new world events new world states yeah uh okay sorry we can see our faces so you can tell my i was in a game <laughs> you're getting like slightly more excited <laughs> Yeah, I was in a GameStop and I just saw an alpaca, like a Minecraft alpaca, and I was like, "What are you? Are you in the game?" And I just had to hold and look into its eyes and understand. There is there an alpaca in Minecraft now? I need to know. Yeah, they, there's need been answers. Uh, llamas, so you can find llamas in the wild, and you can put carpets over the backs of them that are all colored and woven. And there's a trophy. Mm-hmm. You can get a you can get a I trophy if you have a five llama train. I'm so fucking excited. Wait, you can make a train. A five of them? llama train. You can yeah, make a train. Can, like, can, I like, didn't know this. Together, and they'll carry your ship for you. Fuck. Oh yeah. damn! Yeah. Oh damn! Wait, what's their what's their carrying capacity? Because it's like a chest. <laughs> okay, that's oh uh, uh, five chests that you can carry with you. Yeah. We need to return to that, that game. game I, I... Is good right now. <laughs> like... Wait, I have that free realms thing, and I really want to set it up so we can all play together. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, there's just a lot that makes it feel very alive. Like to me, Minecraft feels alive for the first time than it ever has. Um, mm-hmm. And I used to be oh. somebody who never really liked playing Minecraft by myself because it always felt like, hey, I found a ravine. Yay me. Instead of being like, hey, let's like, let's all gather around. Let's build a house here. Let's go, you know, splunking and whatever. Um, and so I play with a couple of friends and the one guy that I play with is like, this is his anxiety game. So he sits and he builds all kinds of crazy shit. And so every time I get on, he's like, look at these houses. And like, I have pandas that live here now. And it'll just be like all this really cool aquariums and fish and underwater shit. And he just like, like, it's really fun just to see the stuff that he makes and the stuff that that we found. And he'll be like, oh, I saved this mansion for us all to go. And, you know, so we have a lot of a fun time playing together, going and exploring. That's super cute. Yeah. It's something I, I got him into it because after we, we met playing Overwatch and then Overwatch also killed us all emotionally 
And I had sort of sold him on like, hey, I really want to play Minecraft with other people and not just me. And then he got really into it. And it turns out that's something that we go back to all the time. So, um, yeah, Minecraft is fucking right now. Please play Minecraft. I can't believe I'm saying that in 2019 when everyone's played Minecraft. Um, Tyler, what's your best (laughs) ongoing game? Yeah, um, this was... A little tough because I was like, well, do I want to say something that's newer or do I want to do something that's a little older? Um, but I think the winner is going to be Diablo 3. Uh, <clears throat> that's two I don't for know. two, I Blizzard. Played... It's two for two, Blizzard. Blizzard just fucking does the games right. I don't know. And um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so Diablo 3 had, had a good launch, but it was rough. Like, the in terms of quality of life, uh, it was a little rough around the edges. Um, people didn't like it as much because I thought, well, one, they were just really butthurt that it wasn't like two uh, and it's just like kind of get over it. This is a different game. Um, but they definitely over the years have just fixed all the quality of life issues, kept tweaking the game, changed things up, added new things. And like now it's a really smooth, buttery game that you can kind of hop in, hop out and like easily feel like you know this powerful uh hero type character and like i don't know i just i love diablo 3 i still play i still have to finish the current season that's going on so i really have to jump back in before it ends because i want those stellar wings (laughs) um but i've been i've been enjoying playing with like olivia in the past as well recently so that's my best ongoing game 2019 from what 2015 or something when it was released that game goes deep i feel like i didn't realize how complex diablo 3 got until we played a little bit and then like yeah understanding how the seasonal system works and like those fucking gems or it's a thing you could live in diablo 3 permanently and get your sustenance Mm -hmm. from it eat the gems and the souls (laughs) i wish i got into diablo yeah i've never played a diablo you should I think it's really accessible now because it wasn't really, I feel like the Diablo one and two, they're not as accessible and they're, they're definitely more like pen and paper almost in a sense where you have to like really max and minimize your stats sure. and stuff. And you do with Diablo three, but it's easier. They make it easier and it's not, it's not a lot of math that you have to do unless like you really, really, really want to do it. But <laughs> no, anyway, no, uh, I don't like math, so it's great for me. No Leroy Jenkins thing. Three point three three repeating, of no. course. Of course, seared into my brain. Uh, all right, category. Okay, well, category is the one I just spat out the back of the hat. It is best art direction. Tyler, do you want to go get us Rebecca. started? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, do you want to start? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll start. <laughs> you can go. That's you very go, nice. Of and you. I'll, now okay. I can go. Um. I had a hard time picking. I had two, and I was like, I, I just wrote them both down because I was like, I don't know, like I, maybe I'll like figure out which one I felt more like. Um, and so I think I finally have come to some kind of decision that I want to give best art direction to Hypnospace Outlaw. <laughs> Damn it! I mean, great. Was that, That's also my was game. It? I didn't even know you played <laughs> Hypnospace <Yes>. Outlaw. <laughs> I have not. But that doesn't mean I can't fucking see the art direction with that game. Okay. <laughs> um. I've seen people play it, so I know what it's like. Okay, <laughs> then I can choose my other one in that case. 
No, 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 no. <laughs> you go for it. Um, yeah, well, it's, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the task of trying to replicate a 1999 user interface and, like, GeoCities early internet shit was, like, there was just such a very specific evocative look to that time period that, you know, I feel like a lot of people have mm-hmm. nostalgia for. Um, but it's not easy to nail because it's so specific, I feel like, and it's so gross right. and evocative. And and I feel like there's less source material, reference material, because the internet updated itself and, like, finding old websites from the 90s is, like, finding an artifact in Egypt. Like, it's... All we have is the... What is the Internet Archive of the Space Jam website? It's all we have left. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's it. But yeah, that game to... really nails style. I think in every possible way that it could nail style. I almost put there, it for best were... score too. <laughs> I just love the hot butter the, ice cream. The, yes, hot butter ice cream. It's so good. Um, the the thing I think that's a really smart choice for both of you, and I think one of the things I keep thinking about is. One of the creators put out a guide on like here's how to make your because you can there's an editor in the game yeah and it's like here's how to like make your gifts look like shit and I, I was looking at it and I was like this is amazing like like basically a step by step guide of like making your like really high quality you know 2019 gif look like it's from you know 20 years ago yeah it's very yeah. funny yeah I I I feel like the fact that they let you make early like late to, late 1990s early 2000s website art is just puts the kind of like wax seal on the beautiful hypnospace outlaw package that it presents so it's so extra it's something they did not need to do but they did it anyway that opening video for with the three the shitty 3d animation where it's like oh it's so good it's so (laughs) terrible the really bad like narration that's like cut in and out where they've had to splice in yeah that that is so funny (laughs) yeah Um, my other one was a plague tale just in case anyone was curious because that game is fucking disgusting looking in the best way, but it was gross to play. Um, Olivia, do you want to tell us what your best ongoing game is? Um, I will tell you what my best art direction is. Okay. I oh, sorry. Because this art was direction. a hard one for me. Um, <laughs> this is a controversial choice, but I chose Void Bastards. Good. For best art That's direction. not controversial at okay. all. That game is fucking beautiful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that game does a lot with a like the two D cutout style of that game and like kind of the comic book transitions involved in that game versus and then also like kind of the cell shaded backgrounds. Um, it just creates this really weird, unsettling hodgepodge of 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 a style that somehow just like works. And the when you fight the fucking oh god, what are, like the nails, like the cop enemies who are like really hard to kill. And when they're just coming after you screaming, it's like genuinely terrifying. That game scares me and I have a hard time playing it because those motherfuckers are just around the corner everywhere. And like for a 2D cutout to look that scary, they had to do something right. So I think that's kind of why I'm feeling that game. I felt like the thing that really sold that game for me was like because it's done in the comic book style. If someone is on the other side of a door Mm -hmm. and they're walking, you see the like step, step, step like on the screen. Oh, yeah. that was just a great, beautiful touch to that package. And, and like you said, best style. And I think about like the giant bomb, like style category. And yeah. like, um, 
<laughs> just the kind of like a weird British humor that's involved in that game. Like I know it is an art direction, but it's just really sells the the look of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think like, especially like the little like, oh, we go backwards. We just don't do that, chap. I thought that was just, I think about that a lot. It's very funny. <laughs> it definitely, if there was a style category, I believe Point Bastards deserves it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Tyler, did you have other thoughts on Hypnospace Outlaw? Um, I was just going to say for a cell-shaded game, which I typically don't enjoy, like, for whatever reason, my eyeballs just does not like cell-shade, but this is, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And I feel like it's because it's, it's cell-shaded, but it's flat colors, and it's not trying to, like, be realistic. It's not like Borderlands. Borderlands has, it's cell-shaded, but it's trying to be realistic, and, like, for me, it just, like, doesn't something doesn't connect but with void bastards it does because it's just like it's flat color and there is like shadows and shading and stuff but it's it's still flat so it just looks nice it looks clean and crisp it's just it's nice that's all i have to say it's a nice looking (laughs) game all right we got two categories left who knows which one that category will be the last one will be obvious because it's the only one we haven't done how about best (laughs) re-release Best re-release. Oh. Tyler, so do you want to get us started? Best re-release. Yeah. Um. So re-release, and I had the joy and pleasure of playing early this year. I think in February, Capcom presents Resident Evil Two. Mm, that was a. I love that, that game. Good it was a really good. It was a really good. I know it like re-release. <sighs> It was just a really good remake of the game and like a different take on it. And I had never like it wasn't evil Two. We played long, long time ago. So my memory is foggy, but from what I remember it resident evil Two, 2019, like hit all those notes, all the nostalgia. And I don't, I love horror and it was just great. X is going to give it to you. That was it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you guys have you had a chance to see anyone play it, or do you have any thoughts on this game? The the RE two speedrun at GDQ. I don't know if you guys watched that, but that was mm-hmm. very good. That was mm-hmm. very good. Yes, it was. That's I, Olivia. Um, I so I played Resident Evil one last year, and I you know I'm a baby. I don't like horror games. That game still scared me, and I feel like eventually I will play Resident Evil two. Um, once I've leveled up enough and do not feel afraid of Mr. X just following me because he's fucking terrifying. I put him in a thong, make him naked. I feel like that will hopefully make him less threatening. Yes, make him hot. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just a hot man trying to hug you. With his fist. That game is weird. With his fist. Yes. Um, but that was, that was my game. And I, I'm looking forward to possible DLC. Uh, or maybe future Resident Evil remakes that they that Capcom does. Um, Rebecca, what's your best re-release 2019? Uh, my best re-release of 2019 is the Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen port for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I always wanted that game on my Switch, apparently. I didn't know until I got to play it. But yeah, that game is uh, a great, weird, janky RPG game that I think everyone should play. <laughs> it, like, came out... Uh, I don't even know. Like, it, it feels... Around the same time Dark Souls did. Yeah, it It has some, like, Skyrim also. There's just, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was, like, right around that time there was some kind of weird 
RPGs, I feel like, coming out of Japan to the West, and Dragon's Dogma is for sure one of those <laughs> that just really makes some choices. Um, but it does a lot of really cool stuff with the pawn system, how you can create a friend, and then that person, like, pawn culture is weird, and come to my TED Talk where I tell you all about Dragon's Dogma pawn culture. It's very weird. Um that game does Sounds a lot. like a weird BDSM thing. Just got to point that out. Like, oh, we're ponders. <laughs> we, we're pawners. Sorry. That's that's we're fine. Pawns are like a race of people in the game who have no emotions and have to do what they're told. And they just sort this of like. This is so BDSM. Oh, no. This is more like, sexual than I thought. Well, and they like, yep. no one really knows where they come from or why they exist. They just sort of appear randomly and they're just like around. And so, mm. yeah, that's. I was going to they, they were like. Probably, if they can't say no and they have no emotions, sounds like it would not be fun. Actually, mm. <laughs> I've crossed a line. I've crossed a horrible I'm line. I'm getting, I'm getting Strike heavy, it out. tranquil vibes from Dragon Age. They are, yeah, um, like they're a little bit tranquil for sure. That it's these people are like from an alternate dimension. I think is what it is. They weren't like turned like the tranquil. So mm. I don't. know. But anyway, um, that game. Here is a mechanic. They're pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Like, like there's a lot of like party stuff you can do. Um, builds in that game, like character builds in that game, are really good. So if you like getting into like magic specs, this is the game to do it in because there is no game that lets you spec weird magic like Dragon's Dogma Darkism. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think it's really good. It's just a really good game. There's tons of shit to do in it. They lock you out of quests if you don't do them in time. Like it, it's it definitely gives no oh, fucks, shit. and it is jank central. Um, but it's really fun on the Switch, and it's fun to just pick up and pick up and play. So this like, is the game where you crawl on people, right? Like you can crawl on enemies and cows and shit. Yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it has. Um, this. It it's from the same team that does. Devil May Cry. I forget. Um, but it has a Monster Hunter sort of mechanic where you can climb on the back of something and like wail on it if you want to do that. You could pick people I up and someone... throw them if you want to do that too. That's amazing. I I love that. I, I saw someone crawl on a cow. Like just like apparently the like crawling system works on a cow, and it's like this very tiny cow that you're like uh, like you basically are the same size of, and it was just so fucking yeah, funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Olivia, what is your best re-release so far? Um. So you guys know how I feel about Nintendo. They're pretty good. Um. And I, I, but I, I don't usually go for all of their games. I usually think I'm like, oh, this one isn't for me. And I thought Captain Toad Treasure Tracker was not for me. And then I got that game, and it's very fucking good, y'all. Yes. Captain Toad is, it's a puzzle. It's like a, it's just a big puzzle game with some light platforming elements. And actually, there's no jumping in it, so it's perfect for you, Rebecca. There's no platforming. I've, had, I've played <laughs> like, the shit out of Captain Toad on my Wii U. Okay. Well, I stand corrected. I guess you do like light <laughs> so platforming. You know. I do like light platforming. <laughs> well, you don't jump, so. And you it's, fall though. It's 3D, so does it, does yeah, it still count true. as platforming? Oh god, this is the bigger it's semantic question. Um, but Captain Toad's very good. Captain Toad's like a really fun game, especially the multiplayer. I think I'm not sure if that was in the original Wii U release, but on the Switch we played multiplayer. Me and my partner, and it's just like the right level of like stress, where it's like, hey, we're gonna play this like you know, it's a complex puzzle box that we're kind of looking around, but also you can see everything. And like you're not really running into each other, and you can kind of fi- you can kind of go your own way and just do whatever. Mm. And that game's really fun and interesting. And like it doesn't feel like it, you know, it's not part of the mainline Mario game. But I wouldn't have expected that to come in Nintendo. So it's fucking good, y'all. You should play it. It's on my list for sure, especially coming out right after I think uh, Mario Odyssey. Um, well, say 
right after. I mean, a year later, but you know what I mean. Totally. Oh, yeah, and they have DLC levels. They're to, not DLC, but, like, additional levels added for this release. And, like, the new Donk City level is pretty cute. Like, whoever I get to spend more time in New Donk City, it's a good day. Yeah, I, I want to pick it up for my Switch just knowing that there's DLC for it because I need more Captain Toad. And Captain Toadette. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've reached the final category for the evening. It's the most obvious one. I think this was actually our our final category last time when we did the posties. Um, good job. That is best narrative. And judging by some commentary that has been provided up until now, I'm pretty sure I know what everybody's choices are. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, what's your pick? I'm interested to know. <laughs> so my pick is the one game that did not come out in 2019, but the one that I played in 2019. And that game is Wandersong. Um, I slept on Wandersong. Aww. Not intentionally, I just it was just something I never really got around to, and then I finally played it earlier this year on my Switch, and man, it's been a while since I sat down and bawled like a big baby at the end of a game, but something about that game just really checked a lot of boxes. Um, it's very simplistic, like there's, it's not a difficult game, there is some light platforming in it, so you could call me a hypocrite if you'd like, but... The game really centers around its characters and it centers around relationships and building friendships and just the fact that your bard is so unshakably pure and good and believes in the in the goodness of people and is like there's just something that's so mm-hmm. wholesome about it, you know what I mean? And just so it's like a warm hug of a game in a lot of ways. And I it, I felt like what I needed when I played it. Um and for whatever reason, like, the thing that got me was there's, a, like, a little secret that you can find if you kind of undo, like, a whole code thing. Um, and the little secret area is where the developers put themselves in the game. It's, like, a three-person team. Oh. Yeah, and so you can go up and talk to them. And they're just, like, the things that they say are just, like, you found us. Like, it's so important to us that you played this. And, like, we hope that this means as much to you as it did to us. And then I'm, like... <laughs> starting oh to cry God. and I'm like I can't do it I can't do it 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 just like there are a few games that I play that feel like they are full of pure unbridled love and to me Wander Song is that and so that's why I had to give it best narrative because it was just like it just made me feel so good <laughs> and so happy <laughs> so that game came out I think in 2017 so sorry I'm a little late oh but, that uh, sounds really adorable and play, amazing and very Please play Wandersong, because yes. that game, especially if you're feeling feeling bad, that's like, a, I'm even going to teary now. But yeah, that game really, it's just, it's really good. It's really fucking good. Uh, Olivia and Tyler, would you like to tell me about your choice for best narrative? <laughs> I've got a backup, uh, Tyler. Why well, don't you talk about yours? Because I, I got one other game I can talk about. I mean, my, so mine was Outer Wilds. My best narrative is Outer Wilds. Uh, that game, we've already discussed this, it goes places, and goes places. you should play it. Just play it. What was your, f- I don't, I don't know if we should get a spoiler, but like, what was your favorite weird fucking planet? Like, I just wanted to kind of know what you guys, like, loved. Rebecca, what was your favorite weird planet? Uh, my favorite weird planet was, I think, just landing on the quantum moon. The whole concept of the quantum moon, to me, was spooky dookie in a way that i don't know and like i guess just the concept of moving around on the moon and like how you had to get it to different locations i don't know i thought that that was just a really cool and like just the process of landing on it felt very good 
I don't know. I, I was, I'm very pro quantum moon. Everything about that was exactly what I wanted out of that game. <laughs> the, the, the planet with the black hole in it. Ah! It's just, oh, it's that so game good. is my fucking nightmares. That was awful. Oh man, did, just, it, did it scare it you when awful. you felt through it the first time? Because I did not know what was happening. Well, like I, I got to that planet and I was just like jumping around and being like, "Wait, why? I'm losing more and more things." And then trying to like get out of it before everything had collapsed and then just getting sucked in is just so fucking frightening. Oh my god, Tyler, what's your favorite planet from that game? So my favorite planet from that game is the fucking um, it's the weather planet. Oh, with where the, like with it's the just massive tornadoes. Yes, yeah. it, there was some interesting level design in there because uh, like as the as the water rises, certain things like change. Um, but like it was just an interesting planet to go to. I actually it was like one of the first few planets I went into accidentally or like unintentionally. And like I was like, "What is going on?" Because I I went there before I was supposed to go. I mean, I'd say like you go there before you're supposed to go there, but like you can literally do whatever the fuck, whatever you want to do in Outer Wilds. But like I went there early, I felt, and then I never went back there again until like I found more information and like I actually had a reason to go there. Um, but that was like definitely like one of my I don't know it's one of the plans, but I definitely agree with your the um, the under the city, the yeah, the gravity planet, right? The mm-hmm. where it's like falling, collapsing on itself is that was a good one too. Good. That one was yeah. scary. That one Terrible. scared me. It's, yes. it's scary because you don't realize it until it's too late, and then you're like, yep. "Fuck, what have I done?" Yeah. Yep, for sure. You want to know funny something funny though? I found the. I mean, maybe it's a little, little spoilery, but like, I found where the, uh, where you go where you're deposited in space, I found that first before I actually found <laughs> the gravity planet. Oh, so you found all that shit there. Yeah, I was like, this is weird. What's all this stuff over here? And like, yeah. It, and then I think something like warped in as I was like exploring and I died. <laughs> and then I like reset. And then I, 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 was, I was hit. Yeah. Like I was trying to get back into the black hole because I thought I could like yeah. Get back through it, and I definitely hit something coming through it, and it killed me in space. Yeah. So, but yeah, Outer Wilds, really good narrative. Can't really say more without spoiling anything. Uh, anyone who's listening should play it. Um, um, <laughs> so, I, I, I agree. Outer Wilds is my choice for best narrative. Um, but as a backup, how do you guys feel about Mortal Kombat 11, y'all? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I have and heard that the story is better now than it's ever been in Mortal Kombat. What if you took shitty stock characters that are just literally a man with metal arms and like he works for special forces or whatever yeah. and then gave him a daughter or totally. like an action movie star who yes. is a real piece of shit, a real piece of work, misogynist, potential rapist. There's some fucking questionable shit in that first game. And then he has to meet himself. And he realizes how much of a fucking piece of garbage he is. And then there's all this weird time traveling shit. It goes so fucking wild in a way that you don't really like expect it to. Um, you know, it's all about time traveling. And I really don't want to talk too much about it. Because, you know, honestly, I just watched a very long video. And that's why I feel like I couldn't give this game a thing. Because I just didn't want to buy it. Because I'm like fighting games really aren't my thing. But it has made me want to go. I started playing Mortal Kombat 9 because of it. And I'm like halfway oh, wow. through that, and I installed ten because that's on Game Pass now, 
And so I'm just kind of going through that series again, and I'm super excited to actually buy Eleven when I have the opportunity to. So uh, I don't really have much to say about it except for that game's fucking wild as hell. And there's a bug lady. <laughs> when she dies, her fucking head comes off, and it's a little flying bug thing that can spit shit at people. It's wild. I hate her fatality. Like... I've seen a lot of the fatalities, and I realized that the bug lady one was really the one where I had to draw the emotional line. That one I don't was... know what that one is. Can you explain it to us? Can you describe it in it's detail? too horrible. If she did, your head would just explode. Um, <laughs> like a fatality. So like the fatality, fatality is she will throw up into the other character's mouth, like, like oh. green, whatever, and then Mm-mm. like larvae explode out of them. Oh, no, horrid. Like, yeah. Uh-uh. I'd rather see someone's head get blown up than that. That's disgusting. Yeah, that Bugs was where I was yeah. like, mm, we're really, really <laughs> struggling to find fatalities now. We're just, we're just going all out with these. Like, here's, here's the line, and then you've totally gone way beyond <laughs> the line. It's really true. It's not okay. I would rather, like, I would rather it be. She like throws up on them, and you just melt. No, she throws up into your mouth, and then yeah, alien that's style too stuff. Explodes that's too personal. It's too personal. <laughs> Is she a pawn? Yeah. Did she warp in here for her <laughs> From weird another dimension? Thing? She, she yeah. has emotions though, so I don't know oh. if she counts. Oh, she can't. Maybe she's a one-off. Maybe thought it was a cross universe thing. Yeah, I mean, with time travel, who knows? Maybe there's a right. pawn version of her. I, my, who's to say? Who's to say, really? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a lot of really good games. That's a yep. lot of just stuff. We did pretty good at I, games that came out this year, I think. Yeah, I thought. I, I feel like we're we have to talk about like we we make an effort here to talk about critical things in like the gaming industry and like things that are just bad and not great. And I feel like I, I realized during this course of this conversation that we all got to be just really positive about things. And like, that isn't how Yay. this normally goes. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. That was good. There, this was a no <laughs> bullshit zone. I actually did. Yeah. I did think about putting in a category for like, I don't know, like the game that you're just like, nope. Like. Crackdown nope. 3. Nope. Crack- Sorry. I, I, wanted, I wanted to bring Crackdown 3 because it's so, because I usually don't give up on games. Like I'm usually that person who's like a. Like, I just fucking, I'm like, I got this. I got to play it. But Crackdown 3 is just supremely bad. So I, I know I know we're just saying, like, oh, we can be positive here. But fuck Crackdown 3, y'all. I, 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 I respect the people who made the game and put years of their lives into it. And it's not fair what happened to them. But I feel like Microsoft is just like, we need to get this out the door. It's become a running joke. We just need to push it out there to die. And that sucks. Um, I guess if we're being, like a little on the negative spectrum i'm a little disappointed anthem was not oh my God. on any of our lists i forgot anthem you know? even came out this year i know i right exactly it's already forgotten um so i'm i'm worried for bioware um cuz i don't know what else is coming out i mean literally dragon age is probably going to be the last game that they make if if they don't somehow salvage things or turn it around um but yeah that's all i gotta say my only downer of this happy podcast so far rebecca who you put on blast dr mario yeah fuck that game 
fuck Dr. Mario. Oh my god! That game is just the worst thing that could have ever come out of the concept of putting Dr. Mario on a mobile game. That's it. That's all I have to say. It's awful. Wow. How did we even fall this far? I thought Pokemon Go was pretty good. I thought Super Mario Run was fine. I don't know. I don't really like runners. I think they're mm-hmm. okay. And somehow... Dr. Mario was where every shitty mobile game trope from the history of time went to die. What do you think about that money? The music was bad. (laughs) The music was bad. Just bad. The play was bad. The whole thing was just not good. I just had a I bad, just I had a bad experience with that game. You were so excited for it to come out, and I wasn't going to install. Then I got it, and I was like, I don't know about this, y'all. And I, I was so nervous for you, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. Aww. I guess what I what I just wanted was it to just be Doctor Mario. Like I just wanted Doctor Mario ported to my phone. That's it. I just, just sold. That? I just want to play endless Doctor Mario. Sold Dr. that as an NES game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's it. <laughs> um, I guess I have to live without Doctor Mario. <laughs> yeah, but that game deserves to be put on blast for being a piece of garbage. Um, shall we do some honorable mentions? Yes. All right. Um, so our honorable mentions when we do the posties for those who are listening for the first time or for those who forgot or those who care. Um, our honorable mentions is where we name games that we didn't play or we haven't played or we want to play that we heard are good and we think would be on our goatee list maybe if we played them. Um, so with this proposition on the table for you there's another half of this year ahead of us and there's a lot of games still coming out so with that in mind with your you know purposeful gaming challenges in mind with your backlogs in mind um what are your honorable mentions for the mid-year goatee postie of which does not have an official title uh olivia do you want to start us off sure I've just got a list here, and there's a lot of them, so I'm just going to go on the list and steal all the answers from you guys. Thank you oh, for letting me go first. Okay. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. I'm excited to get back into Destiny 2. That seems good. Death Stranding. Who knows what that's going to be? It's probably going to be really fucking weird. The Outer Worlds. That looks like Fallout, and it'll be cool. Pokemon Sword and Shield. More Pokemon. There's drama around it, but it'll probably be fine. Um, Doom Eternal. Sayonara Wild, Sayonara Wild Hearts. No Man's Sky VR. Untitled Goose Game, Wargroove, and then to throw one, actually Wargroove already came out, and Baba is you already came out, but I haven't played those two, and they seem amazing. Rebecca, mm-hmm. what's your, what are your honorable mentions? Um, I've played Baba is you, and I would recommend playing it. It's very good. Um, That's on my list too. <laughs> so Death Stranding and Outer Worlds are on my list. Also, those are the ones that you both mentioned. Um, Control is a big one for me that comes out in August. I'm, I, oh, that's shit. like, I'm like. All my thoughts are just on control, and I hope that it's good, and I need it to be good. Um, I also have Necrobarista that comes out at the beginning of August. It is a, it's it's a visual novel. You know how I do. Um, but that looks really good. I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to After Party, which is the, not oxen free. Is it oxen free? It's oxen free. Yeah, it's oxen free. Okay, I was like, yeah. um. Yeah, so their new game, I thought that looks really good. And I'm also really excited for Luigi's Mansion 3 that I heard got a... There's like a rumor out there that the release is, I think, October 3rd? Mm. So it's soon. So um, that's what I'm excited about. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think if there were games that I wanted to play but haven't played yet, but I can't think of any. Anyway, uh, Tyler! Yeah! Honorable mentions! 
Um, well, let's see here. We already mentioned Death Stranding. Bob is you. Uh, I have Blair Witch Project, or the, the sorry, just Blair Witch is what it's called. Uh, Astral Chain, uh, the Badan game that's coming out in November. Uh, I just want to see that for the un- until dawn devs. Um, Link's Awakening for the oh, Switch. Yeah. I really just need the plastic toys yep. in my life. God, I really so just do. Cute. Really do. Uh, that Pokemon Shield and Sword. Uh, gun. And then, and gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get back into, I, I want to play Observation. It's been released already, but I haven't had a chance to actually get into it. Uh, but it seems right up my alley. Um, and then last, and maybe not least, I don't know, Digimon Survive. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. There's a Digimon game, y'all. Did you see this? I saw when you I mean, like, it. Yeah, there's not a lot to say about it because it's literally just like a small announcement, but there's a Digimon game. Uh, so <laughs> that's something I'm looking okay. heavily forward to. All we have is that one kind of like mood piece trailer, and I'm imagining it's going to be fucking Minecraft Digimon, and that I could get in down with that. Like, I could get down with like, oh, yes! eat food and survive and all that jazz. So yes. hopefully. I've got one more game. I just realized I've got one more dark horse. Go for horse. it. Go um, for it. Y'all play Fallout 76? That oh, game's no. pretty good, y'all. Oh, I got no. Fallout 76. <laughs> and I'm... Okay, so it's not. It's actually not great. But it's like a Fallout game. And I like Fallout. And like the story's garbage. And there's no critique of anything in that game. And that's bad. That's a really bad Fallout game. But you can build things. And there's going to be Wastelanders. So hopefully that'll be good. So that's my that's my out of left field Fallout seventy six might actually be good again. We thing. put NPCs in the game that we told you was not going to have any NPCs in it, baby. Fallout seventy six is back. <laughs> they, put, they put fucking okay. So there are robot NPCs, and I'm like, you couldn't just, just you put, already have you robots. Just, you in couldn't it. have robots. Yeah. Just put people. Well, in they, that? Yeah, they they already have like all, like the, the robots are NPCs. The robots are humans, basically. So I don't know. Hopefully, it's good. I also, one, sorry, one more thing, I guess, for me would be Tokyo Ghostwire. Is that coming I wanna, out this that's year? The, I don't know if it's coming out this year. I, I'm looking on the list right now. I don't see it on the list, so it must be coming out sometime. I don't think I don't it's think, coming out this year, though. Yeah, I don't think I got an announced release date. It's just kind of like that trailer is all no, we know. That's but all we hopefully, know. But I'm looking forward really to cool that. It would be cool if it came out in December. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. 2020 is going to be packed. So... I hope. Same, same Hopefully, good. yes. Google Stadia comes out this year, guys. That's oh, fuck. I, for- I forgot that I pre-ordered that shit. That's $140 that I'm not going to get back. Oops. Yo, you at least get to have it. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's true. But like, <laughs> I... You're, they do they do give you something for your $140. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's that's true. I just saw the pre-order controller and I was like, I need that. And then I realized, like, actually, I'm a fool because they're giving you... A, <laughs> because they're giving you... Basically, what I'm paying for is that they're giving me a Chrome cast for my TV, which I don't play on the TV, or rather I have I my my TV is a computer. I have my computer hardwired into my TV, so like I don't need a Chromecast. <laughs> so I paid a So Olivia, what are you gonna say? 
I was going to say, I, we, I really wanted, I, I almost thought about ordering one specifically for coverage purposes, just to like experience it right when it gets started. So mm-hmm. thank you for taking that off my plate because yep, I was really close welcome. to doing it. Thank you for making the sacrifice. I'm going to do an unboxing video of it and um, it's going to be great. I would kill. I would kill for that <laughs> unboxing video. Please make one. <laughs> Got it. Um, so yes. So we'll see. Google Stadia. It's going to be a... 2019 there's still some life in 2019 things are still happening project x cloud also comes out like there's a lot of there's a lot of things still. yeah so, uh, too much put it back in there i'm still playing 2017 games 2016 i still have games from 20 2010 or whatever i'm still playing new vegas yeah. i can't keep playing these games take them away i'm still playing Stop skyrim I've, i Skyrim's still good, i still play skyrim it's been almost 10 years please somebody i've got a me. spreadsheet for skyrim we can talk after this oh okay I'll, yeah i'll hook you up some spreadsheet <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. thank you um oof that's a mid-year goatee how about that um all right so this has been the greetings from podcast uh you can find us wherever podcasts are hosted such as apple Podcasts, simplecast spotify and all of the other places that host podcasts that i do not know about send us your questions to greetingsfromcast at gmail.com um you can call us also if you want i'm not you don't have to but you can um you can visit us online at greetingsfrom.zone you can follow us at greetingsfrompc on twitter we're greetingsfromcast on instagram names are hard um we stream every friday come on down y'all uh my name is rebecca fay and you can find me at rebecca fay Olivia, where can they find you you can find me on twitter at live jq tyler where can they find you you can find me at world jumping on twitter three just pulled rides eternal thanks for listening to greetings from our intro and outro music is an edited version of Deep Fried Space Food by Substitute Sandwiches. You can find a link to the song in the podcast description. You can listen to more episodes at greetingsfrom.zone. We are also on Twitter and Twitch at greetingsfrompc and on Facebook at greetingsfromcast. Please leave us a review with your thoughts on iTunes or Google Play. It really helps us. See you, Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy.